Welcome everyone to Being Experiential Podcasting. I'm Bethany Evans and I'm here with my lovely co-host Aaron Pruitt. And today I'm excited because I get to air, uh, interview Aaron about her upcoming workshop. It's called Manifesting Magic. Um, so you're going to get a sneak peek into that. It starts on March 24th. So let's talk about that. Aaron, are you excited? <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me of when we recorded the final pussy podcast and I was like, uh, trying to read a question. And I was like, Bethany, just take this one. I don't even know what I'm butchering. Because I wrote the question probably. And sometimes yeah, and I was like, I know what you're saying. I just can't seem to get it out my mouth. My questions um, can be super long winded though. Sometimes I notice. <laughs> well, you're talking. I feel like I might've invented long winded. So you can't even. <laughs> I am very excited about the manifesting magic class. I think for me, like it's a workshop and it's a series and it's actually my first mastermind, which is, well, kind of, I did something, I did a very, I have a tendency when I start new things, I pick people Mm -hmm. and I just invite very small group to play with it, who will be really assertive with me and what's working, what's not, they get a major discount. Um, So this is not exactly like that in the sense that it's just a hand selected group. It's open to everyone. But for me, this is um, probably a a training that I get most intimidated about because it can be, it's so transformative. Mm. It either people bounce. So the class I did last time, I had four people. And two blew, like bounced into like success and two went into a pole of like cleanup work. Mm, And I think for me, one of my belief system is, is that we're, when you come to manifest and connecting with your intuition and really using it as a tool, like, you know, a lifesaver, you know, it's Mm -hmm. like, um, what happens is we also have a, an opportunity or, or more almost like a um, requirement to level up in our life too. Mm. And it doesn't look for perfection because clearly you and I both know I am so far <laughs> perfect. But everyone is, oh, whether they like to admit it or not. And I will lead that parade. I will be <laughs> yeah, the leader. I will too. I'll be right, right next to you. <laughs> Good. So I think for me, this is, this is a class around that and it's really mind body and and soul like really weaving in all those things together Mm -hmm. and you get to really practice and be in conversation and you get coaching like a lot of like some you know this you know when we roll out programs some of our clients are like wow I didn't realize I get so much one-on-one it's like Mm. yeah when you commit to me Mm -hmm. that you're gonna work for a series you it's like almost like you and I like every you get everything that you need to you know, sale. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, it's kind of like all M's manifesting magic mastermind in March. Mm. And I laugh because the price is like so hilarious. Cause I thought I saw that I looked at the, I looked, I was like, Oh, well, I don't know if I thought of it or <laughs> Megan, but it was like, I would, we, what well, we did, it is a discount because normally I would charge more, but because of COVID and because of limitations on finances, I've really yeah. tried to make myself available in ways that's more affordable. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I think I, people have been great with me and I want to pass it on. Nice. Well, good. I'm excited to hear more about it because I don't even know that much about it. So what does manifesting magic mean? So one of the things is it's really about a class about um, tapping into your intuition and what does that intuition look like for you? Mm. It, before we oftentimes can really tap into our intuition, I think you know this is we have to do the body work, yeah, the mind work, and then really link weave it into our soul. So when I say body work, like our body holds memory. Our body is like a compass. It can be utilized when we use our intuition. So how do we get really good at sensing it, finding areas where we might need to do some work and do some cleanup work, and then really practicing? Like, how do I use my body if I'm going on a date? How do I use my body to sense things, to move, to be in, in sync with it? 
to manifest the life that I want to create or, and then your mind, the mind, I actually spend a bit more time on because the mind is a beast. That's it's harder to, to, to tap in and change for sure. Yeah. And and so what we do is we do the work is really like it's there's practice of mindfulness and then there's practice of how you actually can guide your mind. I'm laughing because my cars of the day this last week, it's like as if the universe knows this is what I'm going to be rolling out because I keep pulling up things like you can manifest joy. Actually, you can internally create joy. The experience of joy doesn't have to happen to you. You can do it. You know, play is a medicine. So using and experiences so that you can heal and it's not control your mind, right? Cause control is almost impossible, but it's to guide your mind and kind of tilt it towards happy feeling thoughts. It has a lot of law of attraction in it. Mm-hmm. And then when we can guide our thoughts, we can then guide our emotions. And then our body is like very quickly willing to line right up to it. Totally. And then lastly, the soul. To me, the soul is not something you need to fix or change. The soul is like the whisper of like, you're meant to be an intuitive or, you know, go build your business. It's that annoying voice that like you think is like condescending, but it's actually just like, (laughs) oh, you're still there. Right. Yeah. You know, you can do this and you just want to be like, fuck you. (laughs) Sometimes. Well, yeah. You want to say fuck you because if you're doing what, if it says be single right. and you stay in the relationship, it's going to be counter. So it's going to, yeah. and then it messes with your body and it messes. Mm-hmm. So I always think of, you know, for years when I first opened my business, I knew that my work was um, letting, helping people hear their souls whisper. Mm-hmm. I don't do the whispering. I'm just helping them hear it. Right. Totally. And this is when people line up. And I think you and I both know that because we have this experience is when we line up with, to our soul's purpose. And this is like purpose, like what gifts are you bringing to the planet? Yeah. And I, if people could be a fly in my sessions, you'd be surprised. Some people are just meant to have kick back and have a fucking good time. Yeah. Like right? you, know what? you inherited all that money. Just enjoy. Like you're not meant to work hard. Mm-hmm. You get like a vacation life. Yeah. And then some people are meant to do like really hard work. Mm-hmm. I would consider hard, but it might not be hard to them because once it's your soul's purpose, it's, it's fluid. It's easy. Mm -hmm. It's like being down, going down river. So when we integrate the soul, it's, um, it's like super, it's kind of like being held like in a hammock. Like you're like, Oh, I got this. Like I'm being held. So I could just be whatever it's being taken flown like in a plane. It just feels like you've got the, the structure to go forth and do whatever you want. Mm -hmm. And when you can master it, and that's why it's a mastermind, it's being a master of manifesting. And it feels like magic. The reason why I say mastermind is it's, it's really a dance between me and all the participants that will be working together, both individually and collectively to individualize what someone's needs are. Someone might be working on the mind in a particular way. Someone's gonna work on the body, but collectively, you create the synergy and you create this like space where people start zooming. You've, we mm-hmm. saw in the po- pussy podcast, yeah. women are willing to do shit because they're with other women doing shit. Right. Exactly. Someone else is leading it. Yeah. Leading yeah. And the then it's like, wait, you did that. Okay. I could do that. And then oh, yeah. I'm, I'm promising to do this. All right. I'll try this. Oh. And then all of a sudden <clears throat> people are rising up and kind of yeah. vibrating at a whole nother level. Yeah. Is there, are there any examples that like of how it shows up in each of our lives or, um, you know, like a specific thing that people mm-hmm. would come to you with? So what I find is, um, clearly I obviously get more women than I get men in mm-hmm. a lot of my, uh, workshops. And what I find is it's so, well, there's like patterns. I remember one time doing a group reading for like I don't know, 12 women. I swear to God, it was the, I want to be mommy women. Like (laughs) had professionally hit targets, but they were having a hard time. Most of them never had a child or one, one had a couple, wanted more than two. And it was hilarious because we were just like, I just read 12. I never read so many women in a row. 
I did another class one time. We really came up with trauma around sexual assault. Mm-hmm. And it was like eight women and one man who mm-hmm. were dealing, healing from that. I don't cause what the barrier is. They bring it forward. So usually it's, we look at what, what are the obstacles? What are the chronic obstacles in your life? Mm-hmm. And you get tools and practices and new ways of being. Mm-hmm. And I'll come back to that in a moment to manifest, to create the life, the experience you want, and therefore the life that surrounds who you're being in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of crazy. Cause though I'll have a structure, what we look at is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And some people are wanting to like work-life balance or wanting to change their career or wanting to step down. Yeah, I'm working with a lot of women on um, cross-career, um, kind of going side, like, oh, I've been doing this for 10 years or 20 years. I don't want to do this exactly. I want to do this over here and or I want to work with this team. And and it seems so far-fetched. It's funny when someone comes, you know how this, when people, people come mm-hmm. to us and it seems like, okay, listen, I would love to work for this company, but I don't know how. And then you're like, and then once you start breaking it down for them and they start doing, shifting the way they think and the practices, all of a sudden they're like, they'd be lucky to have me. You're like, damn right, they'd be lucky to have <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. They're like, I don't even want this job anymore. <laughs> I'm too good for it. <laughs> I had a client who I worked with and she really, really tackled her inner like deserving to the mm. point where she got this job in industry she had very little experience with. Mm. Then she negotiated, she got negotiated up. So she was top pay, top dog, then got picked up by a national company. And then of course, wanted to hit the next level. And she left the company because they couldn't pay her as much, you know, and then they came back and sent a headhunter after her and said, Hey, can we have you back? But instead of you being in charge of just this one leg of the division, we'll put you in charge of the whole division and pay you twice as much. Dang. And she was like, Oh my God. Like it was validating, right? So yeah. she went back to her current company and said, look, I just got approached by a headhunter. Here's the offer. Can you beat it? <clears throat> and they hustled inside a wow. company. And she made more money. The other key was she was put at another level and they tr- they're showing her how she's going to track up. Like for mm-hmm. her, it's always about growing and developing. And that's just when you go and do some of the work and practice, like shit happens. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, like everything shit happens. Shit. Yeah. It's but like good shit. <laughs> <laughs> there might be some shit in there, but it's going to be good shit. Um, <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you already touched on this, but why did you decide to create this workshop? Cause you said it's something that's a little bit brand new for you. Yeah. It's definitely something I haven't brought back because I get, n- I was nervous about sometimes people want to do workshops Cause it's like sprinkles in life. Oh, I want to grow. And some, and and even though you, you and I are not sprinkles, like we're definitely so much deeper than that. Yeah. But they come like, in I'm all in, I'm going deep. I'm not yeah. <laughs> right? either but change me for good it. or I'm not doing it. <laughs> Have you ever seen it? Like where you're coaching someone and then they're yeah. like, I just wanted to know this. And then all of a sudden they're like really re-examining yes. their purpose in the world and how they do it. So for me, Um, this one, I know the depth that it can change. And that's, I'll circle back to that, who you're being. It is transformative and transformative means that you will never be the same. Yeah. And that has a way of, cause I'm approaching from mind, body, and spirit. It really ripples through your life. Yeah. And I felt like I wasn't really willing to roll it out until people were, I felt a sense of like, oh, no, I'm ready to play. Like mm-hmm. I'm ready to play with big girls. Right. Like, all right. And so um, I sat on this training and I think Megan was like, who works with us marketing our beautiful, sexy Megan mm-hmm. uh, was like, are you going to roll it out? How about now? And I'm like, no, not now, not yet, not yet. And then it was like, all right, I'm going to do it. I think I had to actually tell her like eight months, nine months ahead of time, put it on the calendar to make sure I did it. And then, yeah, I just felt like the energy was ready for it. Mm. Sounds so mysterious, but it does. Well, it does have a lot of mystery in it. It's interesting. That's awesome. But in intuitive work, 
you know, that often happens because I was talking to Kelly Evans about that, where it was like, you get these hits of like, oh, I want to do this. Right. And you have this idea and the seeds planted, and then you think you're going to take action on it right away, but it's not actually ready yet. And then you get, and I personally, it's, this is something I'm working on is I struggle and I get frustrated and I'm like, was I supposed to do it? Did I miss my chance? Did I, you know, am I being mm. lazy? Like, you know, I start making up all these things because then it, the energy just doesn't feel right yet. You know? I, it's, it's funny. Cause I used to see it as outside of me in the sense of like, not outside of me, like, Oh, I maybe inside of me, like, Oh, I caused this not to move forward. But I also mm. got, and I, it's because I had a partner who believed like, yo, you have to capitalize on, um, uh, if things start moving, you don't want to miss it. Like there's a lot of missing right, right. And I, for some the reason, FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> It drove me freaking crazy before yeah. I, I believed in it before, but I think working with someone who that was like the fire on her ass, I mm. was like, eventually I was like, you know what? No, you cannot. Cause that goes against my a belief that you cannot miss anything that's for you. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like you get put in like yeah, my dad and like in the eddy of like a river, right? The slow part of the river, mm-hmm. like you're still in life. You're still flowing, but you're not in the rapids where you're moving it. Yeah. And I think that's, part sometimes parts of our life we the maybe the universe the world people are not ready or maybe we're not ready yeah you know uh no I get that because I just wait for effortless like okay yeah once it feels like it pops 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 it goes forward and every once in a while something I think is going to blow up and do great fucking doesn't happen right that's usually the thing that I think is not going to do great usually is the thing that everyone loves and I'm like what the fuck like (laughs) That wasn't my best work or, you know, like whatever it is. (laughs) No, it's really, yeah, I, I'm totally with you. I'm, I feel like, I feel like so often it's like throw it on the wall. Does it stick? Oh, that's stuck. Oh, okay. Right. It's like a toss up. Yeah. I feel the same. Okay. So let's get into what is manifesting. Okay. How would you define it? To me, manifesting is when you are, you know, I'll actually look up, I'll tell you the exact definition so I don't fuck it up. Yay, I love definitions. I can paraphrase (laughs) the shit out of something. I now I love it because I have a whole household um, that is, we'll look up words. Wait, no, I don't think that's the right word. Okay, so definition based on my app dictionary Mm -hmm. is it's an adjective readily received by the eye or the understanding or a verb to make clear evident the eye or the understanding show plainly to prove put beyond a doubt or question so for me what it looks like um and then it goes into like cargo you know manifest the mm. list is it is to create it is to cause and create proof of your desires so when you yeah yeah, it's proof it's i don't believe me having a million dollars is gonna it if i say i the difference between someone who's a manifester and someone who's not is if i'm not a manifester i say a million dollars is gonna make me happy right now Mm. i would be like oh you you, you guy, you've not, you have not trained in manifesting, right? In the laws. And a manifester would say, I am happy and how, and I'm creating proof of this happiness of being. And here's my list. I'm going to own a bird. I'm going to have a new car. I'm going to have this fluid conversation with my children that I feel connected with on a daily, weekly basis. So then you're like showing proof in different ways, but it's an inside job Mm. that causes an outside world. Right. Inside out, not outside in. Totally. Yeah. And I, and I think that's, um, I think people might know it intellectually, but to do it in practice, it's hard. Oh Lord have mercy. I used to, so the company I worked for like two companies ago before I started my own, I would drive, managers and directors crazy because they're like gosh you know these staff I keep hiring and da, da, da. and I would sit them down and it was funny because the HR director would go Aaron can you come in we just need you to have a mini session with them <laughs> and I'm like okay so break down what's the issue and they would say like you know I've had 
seven turnovers in three months. And I'd say, what, why did they leave? And then it would come back to like, okay, so why are you, you're, why are you causing them to leave? Right. And it was this like, I'm it's not me. Aaron, yeah, I, it's I not me. Fire them. Yeah. They, they left on their own free will. Yeah. But who's the common denominator? Yeah, exactly. But the cool thing is, is if we are the common denominator, right. And causing our staff to leave. We get to be the common denominator on keeping staff and creating a content, uh, an environment where they're content and happy. They don't want to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. So to me, when people get frustrated, they're like, oh, I caused it. It's like, but wait, the flip side of that coin is you caused it. So what mm-hmm. do if you can cause shit to happen? What magic can you cause to happen? Mm, yeah, totally. So is that, so then is that the difference? So then how could someone begin to see like that they're actually beginning getting good at manifesting their manifesting skills. Like what, what's the proof? (laughs) The proof is, so what you can look at is you can say like, how do I feel Mm -hmm. daily? Right? Like just how am I able to cause when I wake up, when I'm the, to begin like a beginner manifester is like causing your experience to feel like you wake up and you're like, okay, I'm going to stretch because I'm a little tender. I'm going to like, oh, this feels nice. I like to, I'm excited about the day or maybe I'm looking forward to it. Just, you know, there's steps. I don't ever want to say, Joy, I'm, oh my God, I'm so excited. Right, yeah. Wake up because people, it's that's a leap to get there. We might need yeah. to pivot, 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 baby, baby steps. But you can start seeing like, oh, I am in a contented place or in a peaceful place or I'm in a mildly excited place regardless of my environment. Yeah. That's when you're kind of like the beginner manifester. When you are a fucking master, mistress is manifesting. It's, I can get triggered. Mm-hmm. I could stand in my truth and authenticity, but it doesn't shake my ability to come back to my set point of whatever I desire. Mm-hmm. So I shared on the pussy podcast about getting furious with Carl. Like mm-hmm. everyone has to listen to it. That was hilarious. <laughs> I got furious. Right. But what did I do? I came, I within, I mean, I was like losing my shit furious, but I yeah. also moved the energy. So I, manifesting doesn't mean we don't own upset, trauma, pain. Like it is right. a part of that. Yeah. But then when I move through it and I give myself free, like really express it or whatever that is that will heal in that moment. I then came and sat down and got quiet. And I found like, I feel good. And I did inventory. Like, did I, was I mean? Oh, I can mm-hmm. maybe clean that up a little bit, but you know what? I was so self-expressed and I was authentically, I was truthful of what I was feeling. Yeah. And so what happened was, and then Carl and I eventually talked and then we could find humor in it. Like we could yeah. come back to our set point really quickly because we are so, pro- I'm definitely practiced. He's learning to get practiced at it. He's stuck with me. So he's mm-hmm. like getting better and better at it. But that it's like, that's, that's mastery to where just a few days later, I can share it with a group on a podcast mm-hmm. and just totally enjoy how it all went down, even though it was messy as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. I'm like, I'm seeing, yeah, no, it does. Because I'm, um, I see that I'm not, see, like, if we're talking human design, I don't yeah. have manifesting in my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not part of my energy, right? It's more yeah. difficult, I feel like, for me to manifest. So that's something I have to continuously practice. So I think this is really good for me. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I think that's a really good point when you talk about human design is, what are you starting with? Mm-hmm. And then how do you also, you know, we, cause you are a, what I'm, a, I'm I know a, I'm a manifesting generator. You are a, I'm a projector projector. So I would actually say that's a skill set. So we don't in my workshop, I don't try to deny who you are. Like, it's not like, listen, yes, you're built for soccer, but we're going to turn you into a basketball player because that's what I'm teaching. We're teaching basketball. Like, it's not mm-hmm. that it'd be like, okay, you're a projector. How do we use that mm-hmm. to get you in a space of being in a set point that you seek. And then out of that set point, you start being able to manifest an environment. And it really is like magic. Like it really is. I constantly, like I come against a one thing for me is I come, I have a very hardworking 
working class family where my parents worked really hard. I mean, I had the privilege of going to a private school for many years, but my parents like cleaned houses to do that Mm -hmm. on top of having jobs. Yeah. Like I knew what it took my parents to get us into a private school. So I privilege, but also you better fucking work hard for that. Yeah. And then as an adult, I'm like, I don't want to work hard like that. Like I, (laughs) that's, Too hard. I think it's our generation, our, the generation after that was like, work smarter, not harder, people. <laughs> yeah. And I think that that's a, it's a, what someone might look working, like Carl works in insurance. That looks really hard to me. Yeah. It's details and it's all this information, but it's not hard for him because it's in his lane. Right, he's right. curious and he's detail oriented. So it's like, where's our lane? And how do we stay? And that's really staying to your soul's energy. It's like that meeting your set point, your emotional set point experience, and then staying in the lane of your soul's purpose. Mm. And when you can bring those together, right? Like um, side by side, it, it just feels like life is so much smoother, yeah. but not denying who you are. Yeah. So if you're a projector, <laughs> it will be woven in. Yeah. How we would work, how I would work with you is weaving that who you are in. Okay. So it doesn't deny. All right. Well, let's go into that. Who you are. Yeah. I was gonna say, let's go into that then. And you're going to help okay. me. Okay. Good. <laughs> so one of the things that I can manif- I can manifest easily on a regular basis, which is what you wanted to know, which is, I mean, now, well, actually no, always, I've always been able to manifest men into my life. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's, that's something that's easy for me. Um, are they necessarily the men that I want? Not always, but it doesn't mean that, <laughs> that it's a bad thing. Um, the one thing that is not, or, so then it was the one thing that I have manifested randomly, or the thing that I seem to be surprised by manifesting usually is, even though it's something that I focus on is like money or like, you know, like large chunks of money or abundance in that way, like monetary abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I can't seem to as easily tap into. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's a lot of beliefs in there that get messed up that mess up that process for me. Okay. So which one, <laughs> if we were to focus on one today, so we're going to right now, just I'll work with Bethany on, on an area and give you all a sample of what it might look like. Um, and, and also know, as you're listening, Bethany's pretty accomplished in this work so if you're like well shit like i just i just don't want anyone to be like no hell like how did she get there so she's done some work i'm a coach also so i coach myself constantly so Mm. just so you know like i'm i'm always like coaching myself in my head so yeah thank you for saying that no yeah and i don't Don't want to compare yourself to me yeah yeah well i feel like if someone comes along and is like wow she's pretty far along obviously this class isn't for me. I just know, you know, Bethany's Bethany and she does a lot of work. Sorry for the ninging. My laptop, it won't stop talking. God damn it, Erin. I know. It's so distracting. Someone who's coached me. So <laughs> not an accident. Okay. Um, okay. So what I'd like you to do, I'll give a little sample of coaching that we would do in the class. Okay. I don't know why I'm saying we, but it's just me, but usually cause it's a, it's a mastermind. Everyone has right. opportunity to support each other. Okay. So with that, tell me which area you would like to kind of have an aha with this morning. Well, the, the big, I think it's what I had just said, which was like money that I know, I know, I already know I have a lot of limiting beliefs and where they come from and bought, you know, I've looked at that for years now. Um, but there's still something that, and I don't know if it's just timing or again, I'm going into like logical explanation. Okay. It's so more, what would you say about money is like, so what about money? And so I'm going to coach her a little rigorously just for time's sake. Yeah. What would you say? <laughs> We're getting text messages. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't, it won't shut up on my laptop. <laughs> So, um, I'm just going to use this as validation that we're going the right direction. Every day okay. that we're going the right Woo-hoo! direction. Yeah. yeah. See, now I can get back to my being of my set point that all is well. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> can't fight them, embrace it. So one of the things is what is it, what are you really good about with money? Like, like, you know what? I'm good I'm at, I'm good at making it fucking stretch a long time. Like if I don't have a lot of money, I know how to 
to, to like budget and like, okay, I'm, you know, like I'm good at that. But then the, the flip side is when I have money, right. And I feel like I have a lot and like more than I usually do. Okay. I'm going to stop you there. Okay. Okay. Cause, cause what we're just doing is sitting in. Okay. Like, God, you're really good at budgeting. Yeah. Like when I have limited resources, I can make them last. Yeah. And can you also see we're going the right way. Mm-hmm. And so can you also, <laughs> um, can you do it without jeopardizing your life? Like some people yeah. can make things last, but like, oh, they don't pay their car insurance. Oh my gosh. Oh I no, everything gets house. paid. I've never not paid a bill. Like so, maybe I paid them late, but I always pay it. Like it's never, I've never, you know, had a bill. I've never, like I didn't pay. So that's awesome. So what you can do, not only can you stretch a <laughs> dollar, you also can meet the basic needs mm-hmm. of, okay. So what I would, which is, is, and, and just so you know, people listen going like, how does she do that? Like, I don't, I don't know how to do know. that. I don't fucking know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I don't know how I do it. I just, I know that I, it's a survival. Like you just said, the, the, the I think it's a survival thing for me. I know how okay. to survive. Yes. I'm going to have you way. shifted. It's, I'm going to have you shifted because when you make it wrong that you're surviving. Okay. Then you're not also acknowledging. Yeah. Actually the skills it takes. People do classes on this. You know this, right? Like people mm-hmm. get paid a lot of money to teach people how to budget inside of their budget. You're making yourself wrong because you don't want this budget. You want a different budget. Yeah. I just want more money. (laughs) Exactly, Which is great. So one of the things I would have you do is I would have you, I would sit with you and say, like, talk you through and say, like, look at how responsible you are. You can, and your lifestyle might be different now, like how much money you had when you're younger, you probably have upped your lifestyle. Yeah. You're a single mom. So I know there's more responsibility on your plate. Yeah. And you also dove into um, doing intuitive work, spiritual work around women empowerment. And you have to, what we all know what that costs. And you're, yeah. you're able to do that on top of inside of this budget. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I've never. Yeah, see, I don't look at it like that. Yeah, because you. <laughs> I have so many, yeah. over the fence. Right, right, right. So it's like, wait a minute. And I would invite you to um, celebrate. As so, let's use the words that we did from the pussy book, like brag. I would be like, yeah, yeah. I would put you into a brag session with someone. See, and that's like, what this is carrying over from the our what I had shared on the the last pussy panel, which is bragging is difficult for me, or, or acknowledging the things that I do well is is difficult for me. So I would give you the homework right now. Okay. Is so if you could do this in the next twenty four hours. Okay. Is you're going to brag. Okay. To someone, and you're going to say. Hey, I want to share what I've accomplished. Like what my, I have a skill set. Like it's, I have this really strong ability. It makes me so nervous. <laughs> right. To always meet my needs, but always, and you want, but, and also level up. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, people are true. in marriages because they're unwilling. Like they mm-hmm. don't want to be in the marriage, but finances keeps them. That didn't stop you. Uh, you being a single mom didn't stop you going into your own, creating your own business inside yeah. of being a single mom, like you were not stopped and yet you can still stretch this dollar farther to encircle your desires. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So I would have you brag and I would have you go. What's your favorite number? 17. I don't know why. How funny. I was going to say seven. I want really? to do it 17 minutes. We'll take seven, seven minutes. Okay, seven. Start the clock. They start the clock. <clears throat> okay. Oh God. And seven minutes. It's going to feel like, see, that's, this is the, I share this on the uh, bragging is so hard for me because I think people already think I'm vain and full of myself and like, you know, all these like ego that's, that's, I, I will do it. I'm just saying that I'm noticing all of the, the reasons why I don't allow myself to do that because I care about what other people think. So here's, I'm going to have you shift it because if you don't brag, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if you don't share your successes, money likes success. Yeah. Money is attracted to, I deserve it. 
Okay. And not only that, not only do I deserve it, but I'm really responsible with it. Yeah. Here's the thing. I'm not going to, I'm not even going to touch on when you have a lot of, a lot more money coming in, what you spend it on, because it is for you, it's freedom. Like, oh, I could go on that trip or I could buy that outfit because there's freedom with it. Right. You're still responsible. You didn't for you, right. you make up a story. We're not even going to play. I do. Cause I always, yeah, I, pl- I pay my, what I need to pay first before I actually spend my money on the other things. Totally. And that's actually money wants to, right? Mm-hmm. Money's like, what are we going to go do? What can we go- <laughs> exactly. Right? It really is attracted to people and it sticks. So being mm-hmm. responsible, see, I want you to see that you actually, you being responsible has stick factor. Okay. Money sticks yeah. to you. And meet your basic needs. Then I would, um, so you're going to brag to retrain your mind. You have a story that's going on that's keeping you made wrong Mm -hmm. inside of money. Yeah. And I would want you to shift like, fuck, you know what? If someone were to give a thousand dollars to someone, give it to me. I can make it go somewhere. Like mm-hmm. I could pay household bills. I'm not going to go buy drugs. I'm not going right. to go blow it or lose it. I'm yeah. actually going to apply it and it will bring one, it will pay bills, but two, it'll make me happy, which is exactly why we give presents. Yeah. We give presents because we want people to be happy. Yeah. Right. Or to be more set or easeful in life. So I would have you shift your mindset that you start seeing money as like a birthday, Mm. like celebrating you. Okay. Okay. And then lastly, I probably, there's a book. So if you do that, I'll tell you more. I'll give you part two. Okay. (laughs) There's a book that I would have you do. It's, I would, I mean, not the book. I wouldn't have you do that. There's an exercise from this book that I really like. I would just change it for you because I want to pull money out of being ultimately my read on you, Bethany is you use money to show that you're not doing it right. Like, fuck, I'm still not doing it right. Yeah. And it makes you wrong. So it's like a deserving thing. And I would want to pull it out of almost like the classroom of earning grades and put it in the playground. Like money doesn't get to be this grade of how good of a person you are it's now in this total candy shop playground energy okay that makes sense makes sense yeah all right so what just tell me back so everyone can hear this what is your promise to all of us you're gonna do within 24 hours i'm gonna brag for seven minutes to somebody about all the things that i do right with money is that what it is or all the things i'm responsible how i'm responsible with money and you'll probably go into a lot of detail. So when you get okay. stuck, you might have to take notes, but when you get stuck, cause you will, seven minutes is a really long time. That is like, a long time. I don't usually exercise this beyond four minutes, <clears throat> but because you're so advanced and you like fucking big numbers. Yay. <laughs> you didn't say one. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. Say, you kind of did. You said 17. There was a one and a seven and I went That's the hard true. way. Here's what you're going to do is you're going to say, okay, I want to share like how much, how good I am with money. Okay. When you get stuck, because you're eventually going to go, well, but then I spent this money or, oh my yeah. gosh, we are poor. They say to you, they, um, what they, what I would have them say to you is, um, how would I say it? It has to be different for you. There's something around getting you out of that gap. Sorry. I'm, I'm tapping intuitively it's taking me a moment oh yeah you rock so oh, you're yeah, gonna you say rock. something like and you rock oh yeah you rock that so their job is when you get into a dip like well i blew a hundred dollars on this whatever i i thought i would want to take this workshop and it ended up like i blew a hundred oh my god and you rock and how did you and how you rocked that. How? Well, I moved on or I learned that. Like, I want to know how you okay. rock that. And it should feel like a spiral up. You'll slowly feel spiraling up. Okay. And for you, you might have to be vulnerable and be more detailed because you're going yeah. seven minutes. All yeah. right. Okay. And then you can let us know. Okay. We'll ask I you will. in the next podcast. All right. Sounds good. All right. And just <laughs> know the more sparkly, spectacular, and authentically how you feel it, you're sending out energy 
to the universe like i am so fucking good with money mm-hmm. money is wants to be in yeah. my bank you want to be here mm-hmm. okay I'm gonna write like I should down. see her face. She's like, ah, I <laughs> an enema. <laughs> ah, it's so true. Okay. Am I supposed to ask you a question now? I'm all looking at. Yeah. <laughs> no. You're, are you all discombobulated? All right. No. I was. Yeah. I'm like trying to do a million things at once. Um, Good manifesting. What do you do to struggle with? All right. So you were gonna ask me like to me to be straight about what I manifest well and what I struggle with. Yes, I think so. we have to put me on the, on the line too. You're not the only one that's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm like you, I could manifest men mm-hmm. really like women that love themselves and doesn't matter. You can manifest men, women, people are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. So manifesting, like, I remember my dad, like people would complain. He'd be like, oh, talk to Aaron. She's fucking <laughs> like, she have as many dates as she wants. Like people are like, well, I'm, you know, I, I have too much weight. And I'm like, look, I'm like, seriously, did you see? Like, I am not skinny mini. I am not young. I am not docile. I am, there's so <laughs> many things that I do not line up with a stereotypical, um, energy of what women should be yeah yeah and i could have my pick Mm -hmm. the game i was playing was how can i have a how can i pick a life partner who's going to make me a better human Mm. and will grow with me who i still want to fuck yeah right (laughs) all of those components are difficult to find in one person oddly enough (laughs) yes well i think for me um so 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 yes that was that's easy for me to do and I in the workshop we'll talk about it where I struggled is um I would say the biggest struggle is knowing when to accommodate and when to step into my power um I'm always in my power let me clarify sometimes I will I'm, I'm the middle child of five kids. I am, um, mild introvert, even though I don't seem like it on this, you know, I'll talk for an hour here and then want to be by myself, but I have this way. If I love you, I give a lot. And I think for me, that's something I've had to, um, manifest my time manifest my resources for me first before I give it away or mm-hmm. share it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds really bizarre, but I also grew up Catholic. So I really was trained to be a part of a, we, <clears throat> yeah. And if I saw someone suffer, I would be like, Oh, well, maybe I should help them. Oh, what can I do? Um, I have this new thing. My ear buzzes when I'm saying things completely accurate. So my, nice. <laughs> including the fucking computer, right. It's all going right? off. Yeah. So for me, manifesting um, proof that life is going well, I had to look back at my set point of well-being of, am I taking care of myself first? Mm. If I have extra money, did I put it in the savings for me first? If I, a client, I know they're struggling, but do I want, like, do I, Am I giving away too much of my work or should I, like, how should I charge and upping my prices? All these little things. When I come out of my own self-love, I'm wonky. Like I can like, I start giving shit away and I start giving too much of myself. And that one, it was like an aha uh, set point of well-being is like Mm. how to take care of me first. Yeah. Not feeling like you have to give it And then- yeah. yeah. And even with my daughter, right? Like I'm, yeah. I'm like, mm, I know you're like, Oh, you got a sweater. Can I go shopping? No. <laughs> yeah. This is, no, you don't meet. Yeah. 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 Like I did nothing has, to, and I'm a Libra. Nothing has to be fair. Yeah. It's mine. And that's yeah. like, and if you ask her, she'll say, Oh no, it's not my room. My mom lets me stay here. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it's so true though. But, 
Yeah. And, and, and it's something I have to practice. Other people might not have to practice that. Right. But I have oh, to yeah. practice it for me because I wasn't trained to claim as much space mm-hmm. and to take care of myself first. Mm-hmm. And the more I take care of myself, people show up to take care of me. Mm-hmm. That's my energy. The more I claim my truth, the more truthful people show up for me. The more I take care of my own well-being, my own health, my own uh, needs. Yeah. People want to take care of me. Totally. When I do it reverse, then I fucking become like a yeah. cow and everyone's on one nipple or another. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just had the weirdest like visual. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So we talked about our experiences of what we struggle with. What do you see as like the most common thing that people struggle with when it comes to living from magic or from manifesting? I think one is um, a couple things. We're such a left brain society. Mm-hmm. So it's like, Aaron, you cannot tell me. I make, my pension gives me this much a month. I'm retired. There's no way money can come to me in any other way. And I'm like, oh, really? So my client over here who I got, you know, one time I got a $10,000 check from someone I didn't know. You did? And they said, use it as you want to. I heard your story. I heard about you. Here's 10,000. I don't even know. To this day, I don't even know Wow. who it was from. And people are like, I did not earn in the sense of earning in the sense of it wasn't in my income. It was just flew in. Right. This happens to people all the freaking time. But when we tell the universe how it has to take care of us, the universe is like humans. All right, fine. Well, I don't know. I might, I might not do it. The universe does not like to be told how Yeah. it is. Here's what I want. And my responsibility is to, this is very law of attraction theory. My responsibility is to stay in a good feeling thought and not try to figure out the how. So we have a left brain society that's really about, well, how, like, you know, from directions to how much money, how to make a really healthy meal. Everything is how, Mm -hmm. not everything, but a lot of things. And so the game is learning how to stay in the experience, the feeling, and just shooting out like rockets, what you want. This is what I want. And that's a hard thing for people. The, the other one is you have to trust. What? I was gonna say you have to trust, and that's difficult for for people. And the other one is, I think, breaking from the past. Mm. You yeah. know, I'm stupid. I I'm not smart enough to do this. Like, okay, well, yeah. we're gonna have a break <laughs> from that because that's not gonna get you. Do you like feeling stupid? No. Okay, then right. then that's not the set point we're gonna go for. Yeah. And then healing it. But so I think people past and left brain thinking, like where's the proof mm-hmm. is two areas that I think I like, I almost like spin them so upside down and around to shake them yeah. up so that they can. I'm actually going to do an exercise in a little bit where it's helping us break free from old patterns yeah. of ex- feeling thinking okay yeah that makes sense um for the mind <laughs> like that for makes the sense what? for my mind for my mind <laughs> um but you so you talk about getting your mind body and soul aligned so what do you do regarding the soul aspect and the soul is to me like some people say like the only thing i see that might be an issue is um there's uh fragment soul fragments which i do oh, think yeah. we do fragmentation yeah I had it, so I'll answer that question, but first I'll sh- share something. So, you know, for the, um, my husband died, I think for Izzy and I are talking about like, it'll be on eight years next month. Mm-hmm. And when he passed, it was, I mean, we had just a really great relationship and I just loved and adored him and vice versa. So when he passed, one of the things that got shown to me later was that I was, pulling him back as like a soul. Uh, I was scared to death. Like I'm not going to this alone. Yeah. And he loved, I think the love was so connected that he kept coming back. Mm. It's kind of like a kid not going to college because a parent is scared. Yeah. So they don't shoot off and do something wonderful. They stay yeah. 
um, smaller or they stay because of the neediness. So yeah. I was the needy parent <laughs> and I had to do some exercises that were like my body. Like I, it, it was very visceral reminding me of when I found out my husband died, mm. when I had to do these exercises to let him go. Other than the soul fragment, that's the only time so, and then he went and then I was in my power. Like I couldn't be in my power because I was kind of giving part of me and he was giving part of him. Those are the only times that I see the soul kind of gets splintered a little like um, off. It could also happen with trauma. So it's not just yeah. like love. It could happen with like, you know, maybe you were sexually assaulted mm-hmm. and a part of you got left behind, right? It's like reclaiming yeah. all of you. So we might do some work like that, but for me, the soul is really this um, true north star that you're connecting with. And it feels so right. Like, just think of one, I mean, can you think of one time when you're like, this feels great. Like I know what I'm doing right now is, is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have that experience? Yes, I do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When I, lately when it's, when I'm working with my clients, yeah, I have that, yeah. that feeling. Yeah. And, and I tell people like for when you're, when you're aligned with your soul, time goes quickly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if you're, you know, Carl's looking at insurance. I'm talking to my clients. You're talking, you're talking to your clients. It's time mm-hmm. goes quickly. It has this effortless. It doesn't mean that it doesn't take effort. It doesn't take energy, but yeah. there's this, I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And that's mm-hmm. when we're lined up to our soul. And we, um, and in the workshop, I really want people to reconnect with that because that is your true North. Like that yeah. will be like, you line up, you're like, Oh yeah, I know I'm going the right way. You just have to check in yeah, and it just pulls. Right. And you can have that around any area of your life, your health, your like when, with health, I know when I'm doing an exercise, I don't want, like, doesn't fit me. I don't mind. I know the exercises that I'm like, it might be effortful. Like I'm working. Yeah. But I'm like, yes, this is where I want to burn calories. This is where I want to bit, build strength. Yeah. And I think some often we're doing exercises we don't want to do. We're in relationships that don't fit our soul. Mm-hmm. We're doing work professionally in careers or jobs that we're like, oh, yeah. Like this is sucking my life force. Right. That's how I felt when I left my teaching or before I left my teaching job was that I could feel the clear difference. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And sometimes people are not ready to move right from their job. So it's like, how do I set my, my set point Yeah. prior to making some major changes? Because when your set point's not set, yeah. you can make decisions that actually you're still feeling like crap. You went from uh-huh. a stressful job to now not making any money and stressing out about money because your set point hasn't been raised up. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, so can you share like one of the exercises with us, the listeners and me? Yes, I can. All right. So what I'm going to do is because it's over, I'm going to do a body meditation. And what this does is I was just talking to a client about this is we're going to have, and usually when I do meditations, they're like, relax, get inspired, feel good. This one's going to kind of get us through like a bumpy part of not feeling good, identifying something that doesn't work and then creating freedom from it. And this is definitely right brain work because I'm going to drop you into like a mini journey. Okay. Okay. So I might say, so just everyone's listening, get relaxed, find a place. Um, Listen as if I'm talking to you, not just Bethany, but but I will talk to Bethany to make sure uh, she's ready for the next step. So, but you just listen for yourself, everyone out there. Okay, so get in relaxed position. You can close your eyes, Bethany. Play some music because you know me. I want that brain relaxed. And then you're just going to inhale and exhale. Slowing down that inhale and exhaling. 
And in the next few inhales, just imagine yourself getting in your body, right? Like just feeling your body, the weight of your body. And every exhale is blowing away any distraction because we're just going to get into our body. You're going to feel the weight, maybe experience your face becoming more relaxed. Maybe see, feel your arms feel heavy. If you yawn, that's perfect. That's just you becoming more and more relaxed. Another few breaths. Connecting to your body, just feeling the sensation. Maybe feel hair down your back. Actually feel your, maybe your tummy's grumbling or digesting. Toes, situate your body anyway, just kind of relax and just get really present. That's our only job right now is become very present to your body. And then on the next couple inhales, I want you to imagine an area of your life or an experience you have that you feel really disempowered. Like I feel like a victim or I feel like I can't seem to feel good. So you could pick an area or an experience or relationship that you feel, maybe you're having an experience of feeling dumb, stupid, or maybe you're having the experience of feeling stressed, worried, like I can't seem to move this forward. Something that really has the sensation of like, almost like you don't want to think about it. For some of you, it's avoidant thought, or for some of you, it's a thought that you can't seem to put down. And when you're ready, just let me know, Bethany, that you've picked an area where you feel really disempowered. All right. Now, what I'm going to have you do is you're going to inhale and I want you to do a body scan and a body scan is imagine you're just taking your energy and your perception, your vision, and you're scanning from the top of your head down the front of your body to your toes. And you might have to do the back of the body, but I want you to tell me when you're ready, where do you feel this discomfort the most? Where in your body? Um, in my, in my stomach. Your stomach, like below your belly button or above your belly button? It's like above. So it's like my solar plexus. Okay. All right. So why I want you to just be there, be to the present and like, be aware of how it feels. Is it tightening? Is it flip-flop? It tightens. It tightens. Okay. And just be with the discomfort. We're going to be with it, not judging it. We're just going to become aware of it. And when you're ready, I want you to really imagine your right brain lighting up. This is your intuition. This is your ability to sense and see far beyond the 3D world, far beyond what your eyeballs can see. And when you're ready, I want you to imagine pulling this, what would you call this? Is it anxiety? Stress, tension, what would you call in an experiential word? Anxiety. Happening? Anxiety, okay. So I want you to say, okay, I feel this anxiety and I'm going to pull it from my body. And I want you to just imagine you pulling this anxiety and you can hold it in your hand. It could look like anything. Some people pull rocks. Some people, it's like a tar substance. Sometimes it's an object. Pull and pull and pull until you know you have it completely out of your body and in front of you in your hands. And let me know when you do. Okay. You have it out? Mm-hmm. What is it? What does it look like? It's like a ball of spider webs. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Ball of spider webs. And now I want you to take your hands and I want you to smush the spider webs. Smush. Actually physically do it. Physically do it. Just smush it, smush it, smush it, move it, move it, move it. And roll it around, roll it around, roll it around until it's so small. And when you're ready, I want you physically to throw it so far, like literally is going to be sent into the universe and it's going to be transformed, transmuted 
repurposed, like recycled. Whenever you're ready, you're going to throw this fucker as far as you can. Okay. Tell us when you throw it. Done. Did you did you okay? Did you feel it in your body throwing it? Okay. Yeah. Okay, you're gonna keep your eyes closed. And when you're ready, I want you to put your hands right in front of the solar plexus. In a moment, I want you to imagine something you're gonna replace. Here's the thing with energy. We can't take away and not replace it with something. So I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine a word. What do you want to feel in this area? If you could feel anything, what would it be? confidence you'd feel what confidence confident right perfect now in your hand i want you to imagine what symbolizes confidence mm. just stay okay. in your sorry my eye was itchy that's okay you <laughs> your right brain. She, she's moving everyone so stay i know in your yeah right brain breathe in what can you imagine that it symbolizes confidence A lion. A lion, all right. And I want you to imagine this lion in your hand. Like this is the most confident. Rawr, knows itself, walks with pride, has clarity. It knows it's a lion. I'm a lion and I know it and I'm proud of it. And I want you to feel that energy in your hand. Feel it, feel it, build it up, build it up. Make it feel like so big. Like this is everything you could have imagined confident would feel like. And when you're ready, I want you now to place that, replace where you just took out the webs. I want you to put it above it in your solar plexus, this confident lion, pushing it against your body and breathing it in. And I want you to imagine that energy of confidence. What is it? Zooming, feels sparkly. Breathe it into your body, telling your body, like you've now just placed confidence as a sensation, as a knowingness, and your body loves it. Can you feel the energy zooming? And I want you to expand it as far as wide as you want throughout your body, whatever it feels. Some people imagine it hitting all their chakras. Some people might see it go to their shoulders and their shoulders relax because they're not protecting themselves. They are safe to be this line. Sometimes it goes to our throat maybe our mind, just take a moment, send that confidence, imagine that confidence moving. Enjoy this feeling, this feels good. And when you're ready, I want you to take three inhales, breathing that new found confidence, doing it again. And then I want you to sit with, just for a moment, this is what confidence feels like. And when you're ready, come back to the space, open your eyes. And what this job is, this is the energy work slash body work. Like our body will hold shit because it's helping us. And we have to sometimes retrain our body to tell it, no, actually, I'm going to take something out that no longer serves us and I'm going to replace it with something better. Yeah. How did that feel? It was good. Um, yeah. So well, when I'm in my right brain, I can't, I don't have a lot of words. So <laughs> I'm like, it was good. If I was with the clients, I wouldn't ask them so many words, but I was trying to get people to see it through you yeah. so thank you for trying to do both it is bouncy right like it's like right i'm like i don't hold on let me <laughs> regulate uh yeah i just feel peaceful and relaxed at the moment and now what i would do if you were in my class i would say okay that's what we're going to come back to in that area of confidence because people want to repeat their story well this uh, duh, duh, duh. i'd be like no breathe let's connect to the confidence because it is yeah. now in you yeah. You could have chosen any word. You could have had it symbolize anything. And trust me, I've worked with enough people. I fucking am amazed what people come. I'm like, what? Okay. Like, <laughs> right away. Like, and then you chose confidence. And so now one is know that you sent that ripple out. 
energetically you've sent that ripple out in that area. And two, you now know you've told your body, this is what it feels like. So Ooh. faced with that again, you, I would invite you to breathe and be like, okay, I'm confident. What does confident, what behavior, what thought happens from a confident person? And then what behavior is next? Okay. I love that. Oh. Well, can you give us more details on the class? I can. Um, so what I have is so you can go to my website, aaronpruitt.com. It's manifesting magic mastermind. And it is going to be for it's six sessions. One, two, three. Yeah. Six sessions from March 24th to the 12th. So, uh, March 24th, this April 7th, 14th and 21st, and then May 5th and 12th. And what it is, is it's a class will come together. It's virtual, but there'll be a lot of individual work, group work, um, to really explore and learn how to, um, create this sense of connectedness and then show it manifesting as proof, how connected and how you are set in your soulful set point. Um, I think that's it. I don't know. Is there more details? Um, I don't think so. You said the where they can find it and how long it is and the dates. And you can go, that's good. It's, and you can go, if you want to know, basically, if you go to my website, <clears throat> what exactly does each class look like? You mm -hmm. can look at them and to be sure anyone that works with me knows that we'll be discussion, but there's a lot of experiential work mm -hmm. because I'm trained as a trainer and a consultant and the best way for people to make major changes is to ha have ahas, awakenings, but inside of experiences. Yeah. So it is very interactive um, because that's awesome. the only, I only know how to do that. I don't know yeah. how to do like, why, why do you think we're doing experiential podcasting? It's exactly. Like <laughs> right. I know. And you and I took a long time to really think about like, how do we want to do this? We're like, right. I don't do want to be lectured people? to. Right. How yeah. do we give people experiences through podcasts? Yeah. And yeah. I love conversations and I love yeah. authentic connection and I love waking up like all of us. Let's like get woke together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much, Erin. That was amazing. And um, I look forward to hearing about your class and how it goes. I will. I look forward to sharing <laughs> all of you. If you have any questions, just jump on my Instagram or whatever and ask away. Um, because I just, this is gonna be fun. It's going to be, no matter what, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Let's see what you guys are going to manifest in 2021. <laughs> yeah. All right. See you later. All right. Bye. I wish to